Hey everyone, and welcome to Fantasy Failings, where we solve problems that don't exist for people that do not exist. I am Jack, here with... Hey everyone, this is Fantasy Failings, where we solve problems that do not exist for people that do not exist. I'm Lubu, here with... Hey everyone, here's <laughs> Fantasy... <laughs> I'm already dying. Great. Great. That's good. Nice. That's good. I like it. You okay? You doing good? Yeah, I mean, I was good till I started just coughing. No, nice. I had to speak on a podcast for 30 to 40 minutes, however long we go. Love it. Amazing. <laughs> Sorry, getting emergency water. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Cool. Are you feeling better to answer some questions? Uh, yes. Yes, I, I am. Yeah. Nice. We should, we should probably make a start on that. Cool, I'll make a start on that. Uh, I've got the first question. I'm going to be honest, this question is um, it's a bit of a journey. And to help ease you into mm. this journey, I will be bringing back a voice. <gasps> yes! Um, so I hope you are ready for this question. Nice. <clears throat> so ready. I pray this message reaches someone, anyone out there. How long has it been since I began walking these halls? Time all blends together as one as I endlessly shuffle round these twists and turns. I know not the way to leave this place, nor do I remember where I entered. To be truthful, I forget how I ever came to be here in the first place. Sometimes I will encounter another soul, or few, in these paths, only to be met with screams of fear and rage. They run from me, sometimes even attack me, leaving me alone, lost and wounded, both emotionally and physically. I probably should clarify that I'm a big fuck-off minotaur stuck in some labyrinth somewhere. I'm lost in this literal maze, and every time someone appears that I could possibly ask, they see me, a minotaur, in a labyrinth, and scarper quick as they can. For whosoever receives this message, how can I stop these people long enough to engage in conversation? One that could possibly lead me out of here. And that's from at, out of the frying pan, and into the frying pan's labyrinth. Wow, that was a journey. <laughs> that really was. That was a that was a bumpy journey. That was a you know that's r rough roads, whiplash across country, you know terrain not built for the vehicle I was in. Um, <laughs> Do you need anything clarifying? Uh, I w we'll see how we we'll see how we go. Uh, the, you know, I feel that the the focus was on the labyrinth and stopping people to ask yeah, questions. Yeah, the, the first half was basically kind of just complaining about their state very dramatically True. before going yeah. into, by the way, this person is a minotaur yep. in a labyrinth. And I think there's a dangerous, there's an unfortunate dangerous trope there. Yes. They usually are known as guardians of labyrinths. So, right. I mean, we've done some kind of impressions questions before, so it's maybe trying to draw on what we already know and making it apply here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you, if you, you're in a, you're in a big scary maze and you see big scary figure, what possible first sentence could they come out with that would make you stop dead in your tracks? D's nuts. Got him. True. Yeah. It makes them just they're like, stop Definitely. enough to be like, what, what, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah. Uh, but then do you run away crying because they've got you <laughs> and it's too late? <laughs> they've got you by the nuts. They've, they've already got you like, oh no, I've just been got. By spooky large thing in spooky corridors. Yes. <laughs> what, what if we went 
or something along the lines of, is this your card? What? Just like a magicianist illusionist thing? Yeah, and just, is this your card? Because then you're like, confused. You stop them with confusion. Oh yeah, that's kind of what I was going for with these nuts, is the bewilderment thing of just like, making them stop just long enough to be like, okay, now you've got your attention, Um, I'm lost, like you. Yeah. Um... But do you actually have like a card on you? Because they've been walking these halls for endless amount of time. Apparently, I don't know what they've actually got on them. Yeah, they they may not have a card. They could be naked. That's why people are running. They might be. That that would be that would be uh, something. Yeah, I mean a bipedal bull with just like its bulldog hanging out, Mm. just like moping around, looking very forlorn. Yes. It's quite the image. You'd be like, I'm, I'm good. This it, is a creepy maze as it is. Would it be possible to fashion yourself a loincloth out of the stuff that you've got around you? Step one. Mm. Make sure you are covered appropriately. Yes. Very true. Step two. We could return to the beast idea I had, and that was in the last episode. Yes. Bag on the head. Bag on the head. However, are the, like, horns and large frames still going to be enough to freak yeah, someone out. Yeah. If you see horns, large frame, and something that's now faceless, is that then creepier? I think also because of this image of the Minotaur kind of approaching someone stealthily, as in like cautiously, not to just like become too intimidating, is also out of the out the window because of the hooves and yeah. a lot of clip-clop. And they're like, oh my god, what is that coming around the corner? You can't just be like, hey, pst. You could be like, clop, mm. clop, clop, hey. Very true. Yeah. So so we've got, is the advice to get better at sneaking up on people? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to assure them you mean no harm. Yeah. Is surprise attacks. I mean, yeah. I mean, is there a way you can sneak up on them and stop them escaping? Force them to endure your company? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, they just, he, how could I stop these people long enough? He's not, they're not saying, like, in a nice way. They're just saying, stop them. Yeah. Throw a net. A net? She's back. She's back. <laughs> Return of the Annette. Minotaur <laughs> edition. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's tough, isn't it? How can you stop someone immediately running away from you? Can you outrun them and tackle them? Without killing I guess them. So. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're mentor, imagine, you know, they've got fairly sturdy legs and stuff and can got some speed behind them. Bull rushing, isn't it? Yeah. Could you bull rush through the labyrinth walls and bypass the idea of needing someone else? Yeah, what are the walls made of? Is it like just a hedge maze? If it's a hedge maze, then you, you can just bulldoze the whole thing, surely. Okay, so I'm trying to imagine what this labyrinth might work like. What is your, mm. what is your kind of like? You know a lot about dinosaurs, Jack. Randomly, mm. and you've just got these like pockets of information. Do you have any pockets of information about Greek mythology and folklore? Not particularly. Um, the Minotaur in the labyrinth. The Minotaur in the maze. What was? Was it like a stone wall maze? I'm not entirely sure. I know I, most of my knowledge is about. What's his face? The one with Icarus, the one with the wings. He melted his wings because he flew too close to the sun. Yeah, which is impressive because that's his dad told him not to. To be fair, so he's (laughs) 
just an idiot. I, mean, I definitely think that story was rewritten like multiple times so that parents could teach their kids. Yeah, true. And then also, <laughs> yeah. you know, things are colder at higher... In, uh, you know, yeah, he probably would have frozen and like lost oxygen before he reached the sun. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, I think it's not that he was like that close to the sun, but I think it was he got too high. But then, like, you got as you see on like big old mountains and stuff, it gets colder. Yeah, you go above a certain like climate level, and it's yeah. So there's plot holes in in that one. Yeah. So we assume this is just I don't know. This is a this is a maze that for some reason he th- this Minotaur is stuck in. Yeah. Um, it could be Hedge, uh, could be Stone. We could try smashing our way through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about the uh, unless it's like a magical changing shifting labyrinth? What about the tactic of uh, on the left? I guess you've done that in a maze, right? I'm I'm aware of of the concept. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. You know, I don't go in many mazes. Oh, okay. To to just go left all the time. Well, it's not you go left. It's you know you walk in. Yeah. It's you outstretch your hand yeah. and you place it on the wall to your left, mm. and you just keep walking. Just keep your hand connected to the wall because eventually you will end up in a route you haven't gone. Yes. Yeah. So we could just try that, and if you bump into someone on the way, we then say, "Have you tried on the left?" Yeah. Or or you just say. Get out my way. Or what if you scream and run from them? Oh, fucking reverse Uno. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Just be like, you're terrified of them. And they'll be freaked out. They'll be like, what the fuck? And then you're just like, <laughs> off. And then you pop your head around like, are you going to hurt me? And they'll be like, nah. And you're like, whoa, that was a close one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's probably some authenticity in that as well, because apparently when he's encountered people, they've either ran or they've attacked him. Yeah. So he's probably, he's probably just like, ah! <laughs> Literally run. Don't hurt me! Yeah. Could be. I just want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you just go full, you know, endgame, and just be like, on your left. And was that, do that. Was that endgame? Yeah. I mean, it is in the portals, yeah. Yeah. But it's just, that's just Falcon. Yeah, but it's the, the famous, like, line is from Endgame, isn't it? Because it's a callback from Captain America. Because it's, Winter yeah, Soldier. when he's, like, running around running the around. park and he's, like, yeah. on your left. He's, like, don't you And then, you know, yeah. Uh, sorry if we accidentally spoiled something there for anyone. Probably it, it's been out a long time, guys. <laughs> Fucking catch up. <laughs> it's your own fault. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we're going to try and say um, we need a two-pronged pr- approach to this, which is they want to get out. Yep. The, the whole conversation thing is just a method to getting out. Yep. So yeah, maybe try a tactic on the left and just walk and have patience. Because if you're going to walk in a direction, have walk of like a tactic. Yeah. If we bump into someone else, you scream and run. Mm. Um, if they scream and run before you, the idea we have beforehand of that's fine. Ball rush them, tackle them to the ground. If you can, yeah. If you can, try not to kill them. Yep. Um, because you don't want any more or, or any blood on you because that's just going to make you look worse. Yep. Did we discuss, we, we also discussed the loincloth and make sure you're covered up? Yep. yep. Make yourself appropriate. New bulldong. You know. Yeah. And then, if possible, some close up magic. <laughs> Is this your loincloth? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, basically, anything that isn't saying hello. Yeah. Because I think that would be that would that's not going to work. That's not going to do it. I think "hello" has some ominous tones to it, depending if you're not it does. expecting it. Especially if you're mine, so I imagine you've got quite a deep bassy voice and stuff. So you're bumping into something in the dark. It's like "hello," and he's like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> I 
Come on, Gam. We got to get through this spooky maze. Ah! <laughs> yeah, essentially. Use use non-threatening lighter tones in your voice as well. Yeah, um, just 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 um, pick apart the bass and find that falsetto. Absolutely, done. Done. Amazing. I think we got some plans. We do have. Some do you plans. feel okay with those plans? I feel good about those plans. We've given them a way to communicate with people by not scaring them, and a way to get out. And a spoiler about Endgame. Yeah. I mean, by the time this person gets out, they can finally watch Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, we've spoiled it for them. Because they've been stuck in there for who knows. Oh, yeah. They probably even watched Iron Man 1. Oh, gosh. Uh-oh. Oh, to be fair, it's not really a spoiler, then they won't really understand the concept, no. context of but it. But just all. forget everything you heard by the time you get out and start watching Iron Man 1. Yes. Yeah, it's good, it's good. Watch them in order. Why not? <laughs> Amazing. Right, right. should we, should we uh, move on to question, question two? Uh, please. Question number two. I am a doctor trying to romantically impress my colleague, who's super hot, and professionally impress my work mentor, who is difficult to impress. How do I do this in a hospital? What? Mm. So they've got a colleague that's hot and a mentor they're trying to impress, and they want stuff that they can do in a hospital that's going to impress both of those people. We don't need 10 minutes on this. I mean, uh, the very obvious answer is just do your job. Do your job. You know what I mean? Just do, do, your do, your job. do your job. If you fuck around <laughs> trying not to do your job and doing other things, you're not going to hurt, you're not going to help yourself in the long run. I think My that... colleague is going to be like, why are you not doing work if you're not doing work? And your yes. boss is going to be like, why are you not doing work when you should be doing work? I think, I think the fact that we have this question <laughs> shows the personality of the question asker <laughs> in that they have decided what? to come to us before just doing their job. <laughs> just, just imagine someone somewhere just like in an operating room and like sort of passing a scalpel and just writing this question like, how do I impress my people for mental yeah. work? Uh, by fucking working! <laughs> like, I, I, you're a doctor yeah. at a hospital. Mm. And <laughs> I would understand this question more yeah. if it was like, I'm a clown and I'm at a hospital. Right. How on earth would I impress people? That, okay, like I can delve into that. Pick sure. it apart. Yeah. You're a doctor. You're a doctor. And there are patients at a hospital. <laughs> I'm hoping you're going to treat their lives and give them medicine. Absolutely. Yes. Oh. I think, I think in, yeah. <laughs> do do your job but then you know also you know convince them that there's more to you than just your job you know give yourself some character depth you know some backstory <laughs> be be empathetic to other other people's troubles be supportive be a nice person all right okay let's, let's pick us apart to get some other aspects so we can talk yeah. about so we can get some ideas I don't understand the specificity on trying to impress hot colleague yeah. whilst in the workplace. Yeah. I think that's something you should be pursuing outside the workplace. True. I think I think it's it's a means to get to that point. I think how do you get to that point where you're impressing them where they then want to spend time with you outside of work? Honestly, um just during the day, just be like, Cool, what time do you get off? Want to grab a coffee after this, or grab some a dinner after this? Mm. If they say no, they're not interested, and that's okay. What if they're just genuinely busy, though? I'm not sure I advocate for this, honestly. I I'm not a big believer of shitting where you eat. What if you you ask them for the coffee? They're yeah. like, 
nah, I'm busy washing my hair. Um, yeah, okay. And then you're just like, oh, it's okay, cool. Um, that's, that's fine, because I was going to go down the soup kitchen and feed the homeless anyway. But where are you? They might not have been originally, but now they can. So we're addressing our colleague through lies. Not lies, not lies, because they're going to they're gonna go and do it now. But I think that they've discovered they're not at that point yet. And so they've taken an extra step to get to that point so that, you know, the colleagues then like, oh, shit, this is a good person. You know? Okay. <laughs> okay. So, it's um, a good gauge of where you are in that relationship. Absolutely. Ignoring the soup kitchen thing... <laughs> Um, just remembering there's a second person to impress yep which is obviously the mentor yep I, I, I don't know how else to say other than what we said like if you're a good person you work yep um, I, I, I can't really tell you how to do your job because I am not an accomplished doctor mm. um, but I think uh, I mean uh, I can I, I feel like I could take a good run at this I'm not a doctor but I feel like I can take a good run at teaching you how to do your job please go um, obviously, a huge part is diagnosis, um, finding out what is wrong with the patients. I think if you can do that quickly, you know, effectively and accurately, uh, so that you can find out what's wrong with them, you know, and treat it as fast as you can without sticking as many needles in them, that would be great. Um, another part is uh, bedside manner, being nice to them. Be nice to be, even if, even if they're not nice to you, even if they're not nice to you, just do your best to be nice to them. Uh, what else is part of being a doctor? Obviously, try not to smell bad. I think that that's when we pulled up from last week. But yeah, when it comes to the soap. Yeah, when it comes to the soap, it's it's up to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but just try not to smell Why bad. Why is that a recurring gag? I really don't know. I'm happy for it. It's it's a good one though. Um, <laughs> what else is there with you know making sure. That when you write stuff, no one can read it. Uh, that it is entirely chicken scratch. Um, what else is there to being a doctor? Obviously, no, actually, I think part of being a doctor is ensuring that your handwriting is perfectly illegible. Yes, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Just make it as, as terrible as you possibly can. Um, show up on time. Be on time for your shifts. And you know, if you have to put in some extra hours, then you know. Put in those extra hours, but then don't do as so much that you're going to burn out. And what else? I think that's that's about it to being a doctor, isn't it? If you want to add some focus into it, bit of monkey see, monkey do. If you have a mentor, they're doing their job, they're doing the same job as you, or they're doing a little bit more. Mm. Just kind of learn from their practices. True, absolutely. But what if the mentor isn't very good? It doesn't matter. You're trying to impress them. Absolutely. The focus of this question is that you're trying to impress that mentor. If that mentor shit. You're going to be shit. That's fine. Yeah. You're, you're impressing them. Mm. The problem is, is then if your colleague doesn't approve of your mentor, but you haven't said this, but I'm just saying that is where you might get some complexities. That is that is complexities, this isn't is it? Why I think pursuing the colleague should probably come second to impressing the mentor in the workplace. As long as the mentor is a good mentor and pushing you to do good stuff at work. If the mentor's obviously telling you to do bad stuff at work, then don't do that. Nothing. Have they? Have they? Um, in detail, specified that the mentor and the colleague are not the same person. Um, well, it's... Oh, I'm a doctor trying to romantically impress my colleague who is super hot and professionally impress my mentor, my work mentor. It sounds to me like they're two separate people. That's a shame. 
was kind of hoping for, <laughs> looking forward to the fact they'd be the same person. True. Yeah. And it's just going to be like, I'm a doctor at a hospital. Kind of want to bang my boss. Yeah. What do I do? What if, what if, if this person's got like a rocking bod, then maybe they just drop a bit of, bit of soup or a bit of coffee down themselves. Boom, shirt off. Get the pecs out. Why so much And get, get the guns to, to do some talking for you as nice. well. They'll, yep. they'll obviously big you up. Uh, These are my guns. I call them medical and surgical. Yes. Nice. And, you know, that, that, would, be a, that would be a good thing to do, potentially. So strip in the workplace. But make it look okay. Yeah, the way we phrase this now, it, it sounds like you can't do both at the same time. So you've got to yes. pick your hours in the day. Like, who's on shift of you? Yeah. Right, I'm going to be a good doctor today. Monkey see, monkey do. Let's work with a mentor. Yeah. Okay, mentor's not in today, but colleague's in today. Oh, ooh, super my shirty. I guess it's coming off. <laughs> oh, my guns. <laughs> I have a rotten yeah. board, apparently. I think, it's, I think it's important to not overdo that, though. I think it's the art is in the subtlety of taking that shirt off because if you suddenly start playing music and doing it all slow and like then that's yeah that's um not gonna work for you that's a terrible thing to do please don't do that um <laughs> but i think if you're gonna pursue someone that you work with in a romantic sense i don't think there's any like there's not too much harm in perhaps just being a bit like overt or being obvious of your intentions so you can at least get an answer earlier on true just be yeah. like uh, don't worry i'll do the injections penetration's my specialty just, 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 just see what they say. Just see how they oh respond. God, get a feel. I think, no, but anyone's going to respond absolutely horrendously to that. That's so terrible. I mean, I don't know if you say that and and then she laughs when you know it's not funny. You're in. Oh yeah, if, if they laugh at a non-funny joke, mm-hmm. you're in potentially. Yeah, that's when you make do the coffee invite to gauge if you're at that point. Yeah. Yeah, and then when she says no, then you bring out soup kitchen back. If up. she says no, but. If she has a genuine excuse and then tries to like rearrange it for another time, then that's okay. But yeah, respect she, those boundaries. If she's yeah, because she might be like at a funeral or something. Um, Why if, is that the example? What the? That's fuck? a serious. That's a serious reason to not go for a coffee. There's <laughs> many others. There are many My others. Are in the, sure. Sure. Okay. You don't want to meet the parents yet. It's too early. No, um, do. Yeah, but if she's like, oh well, I, I can't do. Tuesday, but I can do I can do Wednesday, and then if you can do Wednesday, then that's when you meet up. I'm now giving you advice on how to organise things, which is not what you've asked for. I know this person could do it all all on their own. They are a Superman. You, they are, but you get that advice for free. Hell yeah! Nice. I feel that we've done well on that one. Yeah, I mean, I I was a bit stumped. Yeah, (laughs) because the question was, how does Doctor Doctor? Yeah. Uh, and I've I've got into that yeah. how doctor doctors yeah thank you so everyone is now more aware of the medical profession thanks to you yeah I mean if you wanna if you wanna be be a doctor then become doctor mayor oh damn wow a, a doctorate in mayorship mm. it's next step up that is next step next level territory totes <laughs> but there you go theme tune go. <laughs> Methodology. Amazing. This is great. I love it. I love just announcing it. It's so good. That's the best way I know. Yeah. Because I'm never going to know and post it if you've done it or no. not. So you need to tell me now. Yeah, it's great. Cool. So, hey, everyone. Welcome to Mighty Mayor's Methodology. Uh, this week's word is meteorology. Is it going to rain? 
Methodology. Methodology. Thank you, everyone. That was Mighty Mayor's Methodology. Back to back to questions. <laughs> Again, the. Are you gonna. Are you the aim of the Mighty okay? Mayor's Methodology. This is your thing. Yeah. It's cool. I'm here for it as well. Yeah. It is to provide mayors or potential mayors yeah. with how best to mayor. Yes. Is it going to rain? It's just a question for everyone. It, it is. It is. But particularly for mayors. It's just a matter of curiosity. They make public appearances. And if you're doing a, like a big public appearance as a mayor, you need to know if it's going to rain or not. Exactly. This is fine. Mm. You need to elaborate more. They know. Do they? Because I'm sat right here and I don't know. <laughs> they know. <laughs> Is it going to rain? Thank you. Yeah, That's right, it. Right, End of know, segment. Let's let's act it out. You know, you're a mayor sat at your desk, you know, writing away, you're doing mayoral stuff. I want a bridge. Build me a bridge. And then you're listening to this to get that sweet, sweet advice. And you're like, Is it going to rain? That's a good question, because I've got that speech at three o'clock, and there's some grey clouds around. I'm going to take a coat. Done. Good. Yeah. Good. They know. I can see a little bit more now. Yeah. I can see a mayor needing to check on yep. the forecast for public... <laughs> public facing... Yep. ...events. Yep. But I'm not quite sure where the horse comes in for mounting, which was last week's word... <laughs> Uh, I actually do owe you an apology. Yeah. Uh, and my wife, who knows far more than me, yeah. told me very gleefully after listening to the episode nice. um, that, yes, that is indeed a phrase. Uh, so there we go. Yeah, get back on the horse. Get back on the horse. I told yeah. you. So uh, nice. she should probably be on this, not me. <laughs> she's better advice. She knows a lot more. Uh, she's just she's just literally my superior half, and I'm cool with that. Uh, yes, that's right. I'm... Uh, I'm, I'm I'm grafting here. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, that's good. That's good. <laughs> anyway, uh, third question. Third question. Nice. I have a third question. Why hello there, Jack and Lubu of the Fantasy Failings podcast. My name is Shakira Ripple. Brackets, you may have even heard of me. What you might not have heard, however, is that I am a Dampier, which is basically what you get with a human mother and a vampire father. I'm not of your usual standard of vampire, and instead I crave to feast on dreams instead of blood. In more recent times, I have lived alongside some companions, or even friends you could call them. On the odd occasion, I have given in to my urges and drank some of their dreams while they sleep. But I'm beginning to feel guilty. Currently, there's been no side effects, and I have, have some self-control to stop when I'm satisfied. But how should I carry on from here? Should I tell them what I have done? Should I reveal what I actually am? Shakira, Shakira. Oh, baby, when you don't say that. Yes. A dream is gold, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's your advice. Oh, my God. Yes, that's amazing. Um, uh, Shakira, I think uh, step one. Yeah. Is it going to rain? Yeah. True. <laughs> Figure that out first. If there's clouds, you're good, because obviously vampires don't do great in sunlight. This is true. This so is true. The, actually, yeah. First of all, is it going to rain? Is it going to rain? Is it? And if it is, is that pathetic fallacy? Or is that exactly the weather you need to go outside? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay, uh, actual so advice. They're, they're eating dreams. Um, yeah, I have no idea what that would feel like. 
I, it depends on the dream, I guess. Uh, if it's if it's a sad dream, it may not taste very good. Um, oh, do you think it, like emotions like changes the flavor? I guess. I can't imagine all dreams taste the same. If Am I, you, yeah. If you have your dreams eaten, mm. and it was like a nightmare, and it was just eaten, does that mean it was taken away from you, and you actually wake up feeling a bit more refreshed, like you didn't have a nightmare? I guess so, yeah. That's a cool thing. That is a cool thing. Let's go with that. Yeah. You might actually be helping your companions slash allies. Potentially. Slash um, are they, are the, are the person having their dreams eaten aware of this thing? Apparently there's been no side effects. None. Okay, good. It is while they sleep. So. Nice. If they are dreaming about eating something that the question asker is allergic to, will the question asker have an allergic reaction to that food by eating that dream? Oh, you think there's allergies in dreams? If there, if there's like, I was in like, <laughs> if they're eating a pack of nuts, like, oh are they gonna? God. Is their nut allergy gonna be like, dreams nuts? Got him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Having a reaction. Okay. Oh god. I mean, I, I don't know whether this is the this is the topic of conversation we should be focusing on. This is just us breaking apart dream eating. It is. I mean, because because then can you influence the dreamer by bringing? some food wafting it under their nose to get them to dream of that food and then you tuck in oh my god this is vampire inception yes (laughs) 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 dream about avocados yeah (laughs) yeah because then do they then get the nutrients as well from that thing I mean, it must become some kind of sustenance I mean like with vampires that drink blood it's obviously for like a a hunger thing so obviously does something magically true but then do do they need that kind of, like, the vitamins and the minerals that we need? Like, you know, get enough proteins, get enough calcium, get enough vitamin D, uh, C, A, B. Vitamin, vitamin yeah. alphabet, yeah? Yeah, that yeah. one. Do they, do they need that stuff, or is it just uh, the dream, all good, you're fine? Well, vampires have that kind of unaging kind of thing going on, mm. don't they? So if they're half vampire, then they're probably going to live for a long time, and their cells are therefore probably moving real slow, nice, and aging real slow. So maybe they don't need the nutrients as regularly. Okay, because it's on the odd occasion she um, Shakira has given into her ripple, uh, her ripples, Shakira, <laughs> Shakira. <laughs> her urges. Shakira ripples her name. Um, so it's not like every night. Right. But to look at the actual question. They're starting to feel guilty. Mm. How should they carry on, etc.? I, I think we, if there's no side effects, I think you can just continue to monitor for now. Yeah, I mean, is it is it a big issue if people just don't dream that much because you've eaten them? Is that a big thing? Yeah, well, this is the thing. Like, unless you see any side effects, and you say like, "Oh man, my my head hurts this morning," or "I feel like I've forgotten everything mm. we did yesterday," and that's a side effect. Maybe at that point you can take a note and be like okay, maybe we need to have a sit down and talk. Yeah. But I think we run the risk, because it happens while they sleep, mm. of being caught if we carry on doing it without telling them. Yes. I imagine that they have to get to the person to eat their dreams. Oh, I don't know. They, you break it must be people's... some proximity thing. Otherwise, you just like sit anywhere and drink any dreams in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you like breaking into people's houses to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it depends on your typical, well, your type of vampire. Like some can, 
turn into that's why I did a whip noise yeah, for some reason. Absolutely. Uh, they can polymorph, they can transform into bat forms. True. Yeah. But then some need to be invited in to a house as well, don't they? Do they need to be does this person need to be fully invited in? They stated damp here, the half vampire. Yes. So is it a half invitation? Yeah, like they a, just oh, need, like, you can come in if you want, but you don't have to. <laughs> so it's not like the typical <laughs> vampire is like I allow you to enter my house. Yeah. It's like you're out with them like, oh, you should come around sometime. Done. Yeah. That's locked That's in. That's it. Yeah. You <laughs> You've can... got the permission. Yeah. Yeah. We'll meet up and do something soon. You know, you, yeah, we can come around if you want. It's, I've got, I'm fucking there. I'm in. <laughs> the, the half permission. Yeah. It's, it's all good. Half permission. It's all, it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. Um... I'm not, yeah, not a huge issue. I think as long as no one's getting hurt by it, you know, you're sustaining yourself, maybe taking away a couple of nightmares from people. This is a this is the problem. It's a guilt charge question because you're doing it to friends, which means you're concealing a secret from friends. Yeah, and you're kind of. I think it's quite invasive. When you think about it, do you see the dream? Oh, as you're eating it. Oh no, that because that then becomes a bit intrusive. Because then it's like. Imagine something across a wet dream. Yeah. Just be like, that leaves a bit of a tack in my mouth. What if they're having a wet dream? And but it's about you. Like, oh, that's no. really awkward. It's like my what butt if... looks nothing like that. I don't know what they're picturing. Could you influence it then? Like, Could you influence it? Look more like this. Yeah. Or you know, just get off me because I don't consent to the. Yeah. Dream. You can't consent to a dream. It's a dream. No. Yeah, you can't really help those. This is the moral dilemma of it. This is the moral dilemma. Yeah, Do a... they witness the dream as well? Because imagine people like, you know, have the, they've got their demons, they've got their own secrets and stuff. They don't always share everything with friends. They've got to yeah. take the time in revealing it. Like, I am half vampire. Yeah. But this person's just like drinking dreams and just finding out information about them. Like, shit. Yeah. I needed this because I was hungry, but now I feel a bit guilty. Yeah, yeah. true. I mean, to be fair, I'm trying to think, like, how would I feel if I found out someone was eating my dreams? And I'd be like, I'm not that fussed, if I'm honest. I think you have questions. I feel like, what does that yeah. mean for me? Am I going to, like, die? Oh, no, yeah, I'd obviously have the questions. Obviously, do they witness the dream? How does it taste? Is there anything I can do to influence the taste <laughs> for you? I was worried about my, but, my self-care, like, my health. Yeah. And you're there going, oh, how's it taste? Yeah. <laughs> am I like, good? Am I good? If you're going to waft a, like, a, like, a slice of pizza into my nose when I'm sleeping, <laughs> am I then going to have pizza dreams and you're going to eat my pizza dreams? <laughs> Because if you're going to do that, that's fine. Just leave the pizza on my bedside table <laughs> it's and I'll have that for breakfast. It's a change. Yeah. You get me food, I give you food. Exactly. You give me some pizza, some mozzarella. Mozzarella. <laughs> yeah. We'll swap, it's fine. Done. You know, you, you can create that kind of thing. And my dreams are always dull as fuck. Are they? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think the last one I had, my fiancé was buying a car and I was just there. NPC. Yeah. <laughs> was, wow, nice car. Yeah. That was it. It was so dull. I was like, you are, feel free to chow down on that. But if you're if you're gonna come along, waft that pizza, and then I'm stood next to this car, but all of a sudden I have a pizza box and I'm chowing down. I mean, on in pizza. your dreams, your fiance now is eating a pizza. Yeah. And you're like, can I have some? Can I have a slice? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Your dream was someone else buying a car. Yes. What? I was just there for it. <laughs> was it a good car? It was a good car. Oh, cool. Okay. It was. Like I mean, a... I didn't sit inside it though, so I don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
Was it a literal dream car, like a Lamborghini or Ferrari? Was it just like a Nissan? No, it was just a car. It's just a car. It was just a. It was like it was a nice car, but it was just an everyday car. <laughs> but I, I didn't sit inside it, and we didn't get that far. I woke up before that bit, <laughs> so I was feel free. Chow down. This is my favorite part of this episode. Is discovering this dream. <laughs> Yeah, I I have so much deep sleep cycles. I don't know. I actually can't remember the last dream I had. Uh, yeah, I very rarely. Which is annoying because I definitely had one recently, and I definitely told my wife about it as soon as I woke up because it was such an odd dream. It wasn't me watching someone buy a car. No, uh, I think it was a bit more active than that. Yeah. I was like, oh, it was really weird. It was this, and now I can't remember it. Probably because it was eaten. Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah. Maybe it was eaten. Maybe it was their food in it, and it tasted good. So I mean, it's me. Probably was food in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if um. What have we decided then? If people aren't being affected by it, don't worry about it for now. Yeah, and just do, yeah, just and you know, do it. To, maybe do it to people you don't like, because if if, if yeah. effects do start happening, it's to them. Is this? I uh, in more recent times, I've lived alongside some companions. It's kind of just it's the accessibility of it, isn't it? Like yeah. they're vampire, they've got to eat. Shit, who's the nearest person? It's my friends. Yeah, yeah. I think we can we find like a get a pet. <laughs> Eat the dreams of the pet. Yeah, dogs dream about running all the time. They do. I'm and, and, and woofing. Uh, borks and treats, food, kibble. And they have such easy lives, huh? They do. Yeah, they do. Nice. <laughs> but then, does that dream taste like dog food? How would you know? Well, if they ate the dream, then they're half vampire. So, do they? eat normal food as well this is what i'm thinking about the sustenance do they if they, so if they actually ate normal food would they still get vampire hungry or do you think it's two different types of hunger i mean yeah that's a that's a that's a very deep question that's yeah. a question for another time for someone who asks on this podcast it is and we'll dive in it, we will um yeah maybe you're fine for now but i, I suppose we can't help you if you give into your own guilt and if you've got yeah. to have the awkward conversation, then, then Jack can't give you advice. Is is what it is, you know. Eat some dreams. I'd say go for it if there's no harm being done. Go nuts. And, you know, maybe maybe do experiment if they can taste different by bringing your own food to influence, like, waft under their nose. Maybe just whisper lasagna into their ear, and then you're just like... Why was that your mozzarella voice? Because it's the same sort of... It's Italian. ...vibe, yeah. <laughs> you um, vibe. Vibe. It's a vibe. Um, and see if see if a lasagna pops in. You can have a nice little lasagna dream. Lasagna bolognese. Sure. Yeah. Garlic bread. Done. Yep. Amazing. Now I'm hungry. Yeah, me too. Better dream about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we recap our questions? Let's do it. Uh, Jack, recap. Um, frying pan into the frying pan's labyrinth for minutes. Or what do they want? So they wanted to to speak to people that weren't going to attack them, not speak to the people that were going to attack them, and uh, make the try and get themselves out of the labyrinth. Uh, so obviously do the left wall, put your hand on the left wall, just keep following that, um, and then also to talk to people. There was uh, close up magic. Um, there was pretend to be scared of them first, and then there was a loincloth. Cover yourself so that you're appropriately covered and able to approach them without 
your your penis or your other <laughs> bits, whatever the case may be, Andre. Of course. Um, yeah, I think I think that was that was the, the majority of that one. Okay. Yeah, I think I think we covered basically everything. Just nice. reverse Uno it. Yeah, you run. Um, then we had uh, how do I doctor as a doctor in a doctor workplace? Yeah, doctor better. Doctor better. Yeah. Um, Jack's taken us on a, a lengthy description. Yeah. Uh, basically, just gave us all our doctors just by listening to him. Yes. Uh, now you all know how to doctor. Congratulations, Doctor Mayers. Oh God. Mighty Mayor's methodology is now going to come da-da-da. Yeah, I know. We're going to need a da-da-da as well. Daring doctorly deeds. Um, sure, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, the deeds is like a case study kind of thing. We oh. Trying to think of a D word now that isn't dick. Dewey's uh, nuts? No. There's too many! Oh, God. Uh, uh, yeah. And yeah, we said, like, um, plan your shift patterns. Yep. Monkey see, monkey do. Follow the mentor. Yep. And basically, if there's a certain way they do things, just copy it. Because they've do been it. in the practice longer, you want to impress them. Absolutely. And then for the hot colleague, if you really, really want to shit where you eat, again, I'm not an advocate for that. Yep. Um, uh, then when the mentor's not around, you could probably lax it up a little bit, maybe take off your top, maybe then invite them to have yep. uh, some coffee. And then when they say yes or no, if they say yep. no, be like, well, I work at a soup kitchen. I can't remember the reason for that. I think it's just to make ourselves look good. Hard yeah. lie. Yep. And then uh, the thing I feel like I'm missing. Oh, yes. Make a penetration joke if she lasts you're in. Yes, because penetration jokes aren't really funny, but they, if no, she lasts no. then... They're kind of cringy, kind of... Mm, penetration yeah. is a horrible word. Yeah. Yeah, especially for, you know, doctors and stuff. And, it's nice. just, it's... and then the last question. Yes. Um, eating dreams. Um, feel free to help yourself to my boring dreams where I'm not even the main character. <laughs> Uh, um, just, just go for it for now. Why not? No one's getting hurt. Um, see if you can influence the taste of the dreams by bringing in some pizza. Um, yeah, I think I think that was obviously in terms of sustenance. Have a balanced diet. I think that was yeah that was yeah, the majority eat of stuff and then I mean just it's up to, it's up to you on the guilt really. Yeah, you'll know how to handle it as best you can. You, yes. Just you, monitor it for now. Yes, but obviously... Take Jack's dreams. Yeah. That's basically our solution was take your it's, dreams. It's, yeah, it's fine. Just just go for it. I'm not... I thought first. Like, <laughs> uh, so, Jack. Yes. What is today's moral of the story? Moral of the story is um, to... True... Uh, we're going to we're gonna dream about um, the Dr... Dr. Bull's loincloth. <laughs> I can see... Never, it's hard to get, paint a picture. Yeah. But I can see your mouth arguing with your brain as yeah. it comes out. You're like... Mush, mm, the doctor's <laughs> what is happening up there? It's it's a mess. Dream of the doctor's... Dream of Dr. Bull's loincloth. Yes. That's your answer. That's that's the answer. Okay, I do actually have a request though. Oh, yay! Uh, it has occurred to me. Cool. When uh, you know, as I've said recently, I've sometimes looked at the episode titles and stuff. Yeah. I'm okay if it's not an actual moral, if it makes no fucking sense. Good. But I am now slightly concerned that it's kind of a spoiler to have the moral of the story, which at the end of the episode is in the episode title. Yes. But then again, it's probably I suppose it's following the journey of how we got there in the end. Yes. But for this one, it is up to you, because I obviously don't do this. Yeah. Could you rename it to 
I dreamt my fiance bought a car. Okay. Because that sounds crazy enough. Yes. But it genuinely happened. It did. <laughs> it did. So that that's going to be the episode title. Yeah. Is that I dreamt my fiance bought a car. Amazing. And they could be like, why? How's that the moral of the story? And then like, ah, gotcha. Gotcha. It's actually dream. You didn't know this was going to happen. Dream of Dr. Bull's loincloth. Yes. Ha. Got him. We've made that joke so many times today. There's we so many have. D's nuts. Like, it's so many. I should probably go to bed. <laughs> I'm going to eat first. That's a good idea. Nice. Get some pizza? Dream of pizza? Yeah, why not? Nice. Cool. So thank you if you are still here and listening <laughs> to us. If you would like to send us questions, send them to fancyfailings at gmail.com or send them to us on Instagram at fancyfailings or Twitter at fancyfailings. Yes, we got all the handles. Fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> Fuck yeah. So yeah, thank you for still being here and listening. And we love you so much. Thank you very much, guys. And we'll see you next week. Or you'll listen to us next week, I guess. I fucking hope so. Nice. Bye. Bye. Bye.